playing a lot of wild classics so i gotta bust out the leroy jenkins yeah classic classic wow wow classic Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. And I'm John. Hey, uh, welcome to the second time we've tried to record this episode. <laughs> uh, the first time we got about a fourth of the way through and then realized that Leo hadn't played enough of the game yet. So then we just shit canned that episode and hey, we're back. Which I want to point out. I want to point out that I I played probably over 10 hours of the game at that point. Yeah, and uh-huh. that wasn't enough to do a podcast about. Well, you made that call about what? I didn't tell you it wasn't enough. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that it wasn't enough. Okay, 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 okay. And I'm glad what? that I continued to play because uh-huh. things went to shit. Yeah, so you got some thoughts now? It's worth talking about. All right, so well, let's. <laughs> we're talking today. We're talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses, the yeah. latest in the Fire Emblem series from nintendo on the nintendo switch so leo you got some thoughts about this game huh yeah um i mean let's just kind of go over the basics it's uh the 15th episode like like 15th sequel to the fire emblem series it's a tactical role-playing game there's not that many fire emblems is there i don't know i'm I'm, i might be exaggerating okay yeah this is oh I hear somebody typing. Somebody's looking the shit up. Yeah, there there are currently sixteen games in the Fire Emblem series. What the go. fuck? Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wait, Nailed in it. the mainline series, we're not counting like Tokyo Mirage sessions or any of that bullshit. We're talking including, mainline Including remakes of earlier titles of the sixteen games, thirteen have been original games, and three have been remakes. Wow. Thirteen original games. Okay, yeah. well I'm I I, I knew there was a ton. Like I mean, yeah. Okay, no, I'm I'm just straight up wrong. Then okay, they've just been first, spitting out fire emblems like forever. You know? First game is 1990, and th- you know, Three Houses is the latest one. So almost 30 years of uh, fire emblem games. Look at that. Yeah, and this is a this is a pretty big I don't know uh, departure from the rest of the fire emblem series. This is to me this was yeah. Yeah. clearly influenced by like modern RPGs like Persona. But also, like, media series like Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. Yes. Like, I think yes. those those influences seem very strong. Yeah, and, and um, I mean, it feels like a little bit like Deja Vu because we talked about it before. But this game definitely has, like, <laughs> um, a lot of homages to, like, Game of Thrones with the three factions I'm sure we'll talk about. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. One of yeah. them being basically the golden stag from Game of Thrones. Yes. And then the whole school Harry Potter thing going. Like, it's a weird blend of all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would say it's unique enough. I mean, it, there is definitely some elements that it's inspired from, but, I, you know, I don't want to, like, this no, game. Yeah. If you like no, Harry Potter, unique. you'll like yeah. this game. No, 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 no. It's, it's unique. It's its own thing. But it's, like, it's definitely inspired by those things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. The, the inspiration is palpable. Although I did sell my wife on that, the fact that it's like Harry Potter Persona Game of Thrones, and she's been playing it nonstop. So I did yeah, sell my um, wife on that fact. That's an accurate yeah. blend, right? I mean, it's definitely a unique spin on all those three things put together. Yeah, 
but then there's also like a tactical i smuggled in a tactical uh strategy role-playing yeah. uh, game in there and too one that's actually pretty fun too yeah. yeah yeah it's all right it's all right now uh okay what what houses did you guys pick uh, I, uh yeah go ahead john i was gonna say i picked the blue lions Ooh. okay and, all right dimitri this this doesn't have as good of an effect as the first time we did this, yeah, but yeah. I know that James knows which one I picked. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> forgot. What? How could hey, you forget? Uh, wait. Uh, it's oh. literally the only option I could possibly have. I, I don't know. What is it? My favorite color is blue. Oh. Wait, is it Blue Lions? Um, I love lions because that's... I'm oh, I thought they were... Oh, no, Claude is the stag. Claude, never mind. Claude, okay, Claude never mind. James. I'm His dumb. name is Leo, I'm dumb. and there's Leos in the game. Yes, there is Leos I mean, in the game. I have to go with the lions. Okay, so you guys both went with uh, the, the Blue Lions? Yeah. Yeah, you know, ah. that was probably, like, one of the hardest decisions to make in the game. And you because... make it really early in the game. Well, that's that's why it's so hard, because you have no idea what you're setting yourself up for, right? Yeah, like, you, yeah. you don't know the personalities of any of yeah. these guys, and you don't know yep. like, the roster or anything. So. Yeah, you make this decision really early in the game, and it influences a great deal of the rest of the game, because it, it's basically what what is your, like, your your party composition, because uh, it determines all of the characters in that, in your party, and it's like the characters that you're going to interact with the most and you're going to get a lot of their, like, sub-stories. So it influences, like, all of the sub-stories and all of those, like, side quests that you get. It influences, like, yeah, like I said, the party composition on in the battlefield. And, like, it also determines your, like, story route. So, like, what was the story route for Dimitri? Well, that's... Um, now that I've played more of the story, I'm actually very... This is a very interesting um, topic for me because yeah. early on when I made the decision to join the Blue Lions for strictly... Um, obvious reasons right i really felt called to pick the um edelgard team the yeah. black ravens hell the, yeah the characters seemed much more interesting to me on that side because they the were team. yeah they're yeah. the red they're eagles just, yeah the red sorry. eagles with the black there. eagles fuck you guys are the all black, wrong black yeah. eagles i okay. said black eagles what did i say you said black ravens or something oh whatever <laughs> so close enough um anyway so, but then I choose I chose the blue lions just because I had you to. Chose and, poorly. You chose and poorly. The characters aren't as interesting, but what happens is freaking nuts. Okay. Do um, we want to do we want to get into that? Do we want to talk yeah. about story? Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk a little about story first. So so couldn't you please describe to me how the fuck this game works as far as story? Like I don't understand how. You mean different these characters must be from like the three houses how different each house must be i've noticed mm -hmm. that i don't ever see edelgard after the beginning of the game so i'm assuming that james your story took a completely different route than the story that me and john played through um probably probably okay so what, what 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 i don't know how spoilery we want to get but what route did your story take basically we're Oh, okay, go here we go. All right. We're going full spoiler? I'm ready for full spoiler, yeah. All right, spoiler. whatever. Skip to uh, another podcast if you don't want to yeah. get spoiled. <laughs> so in our in our story, I mean, let me know if I'm totally off kilter here, John, but basically, yeah. 
you know, we are kind of like the good guys and Dimitri's kind of like this honorable knight dude with a little bit of a darkness kind of inside him. And then the god goddess person that's in your head ends up being like, you're the goddess. And then uh, Edelgard, who is Dimitri's half-sister, ends up being the bad guy. What? And like her face comes... I did not know. know. You, got, you just got further than I did when you said that. I didn't know she was Dimitri's half-sister. Okay. She, that well, never... Is, yeah. Yes, that never that comes I up. In, that never comes up in my story. What? Unless I missed it. Here's the other thing. Uh, as you know, if you were a long-time listener, I've been trying to learn Japanese, so I've switched the audio for the game over to Japanese. So oh. I've just been reading... I've been reading the subtitles and trying to match up the... And I don't know how much of that is like me just trying to learn words and not paying attention to what the words are actually saying. Okay, yeah. But I, I don't think that was mentioned in my story. Okay. It, it should have been mentioned um, like right before the transformation. Um, mm. at if the it ballroom, was... At it, the ballroom dance that they all have. I thought oh, was that... No, that was well, not... It's kind of mentioned no. several times leading up to it. It's like, oh, by the way, me and Edelgard have this history... And, you know, and then they kind of start to learn over the course of a couple of visits to the to the school that uh, that they're half brother and sister. Oh, that was not if it was mentioned, then it was just like offhandedly mentioned. It was not a major plot point in my story. Ah. Oh, that's pretty substantial if it's not even mentioned. Well, I don't think it was. That's just just part of it, because basically he's just like because they're like half related, he's kind of in infatuated with this idea of the person who has done harm to his family and i thought you were gonna say infatuated with her no well there is kind of a weird sort of like jamie (laughs) cersei lannister thing i I got how much influence did we take from game of thrones i know and then um and then well i guess i kind of spoiled it for john but then basically she ends up being what he believes to be the reason like he kind of is blinded by hatred against her and then she ends up leading like i mean this is crazy like is that how it played out on your side like you're just basically playing daenerys targaryen on your yes side no edelgard i call her edgelord but yeah edelgard is just a hundred thousand percent she's just daenerys targaryen like they, there's not even any creative liberty like they just ripped that character straight out of game of thrones and plunked her in fire emblem she's just daenerys she's gonna this? take what's hers with fire and blood, she wants to break the wheel. Yeah, uh, take yeah. over all of the seven kingdoms. Yep, she wants with... to unite the entire continent, and yep. she's she's gonna take what's hers. Yeah, and she wants to. Her whole thing is she like, okay, so in the game, there's this whole like highborn nobility thing, and if you if you have crests, which uh, yeah, I, that that's like a really unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, not unnecessary. I, I I like the, I don't know, whatever. It was a really nebulous thing. Like, oh, I have a crest. What the yeah. fuck is a crest? Yeah. And then the game's like, oh, it it's like, matter. it's like some magic bullshit, which like in the game manifests is like, if you, you have different crests that have different special abilities, but right. like in the like in-game world, it was like, oh, crests are magical. But anyway, if you have crests, you're like this highborn nobility. And if you yeah. don't, then you're a shit yeah. Well the, well, the important yeah. part is that feeds the Harry Potter pure blood um, storyline. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, didn't, people try to like marry within crest households to keep the yeah. blind bloodline. Yeah. Pure well, Daenerys' whole thing is she hates that shit and she wants to burn everything to the ground and nobody is noble and nobody is poor. Like everyone's just she's people. A filthy mud she, blood. She doesn't have a crest for Sala. 
No, she has. She oh. has uh, a very rare two crests. Oh. She has. She has the crest of something, but she one also has breast. one crest in each breast. She also has the fire emblem. Oh, she uh, has the fire emblem. Yeah, you, both I was wondering you where the fire emblem would. Yeah, well, both you guys had a fire emblem, right? Your I've character. Never heard of we had the fire emblem. crest. We the, the fire, fire crest. crest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fire crest. The fire emblem. Whatever. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, which is like more evidence that they just like oh, her house words are fire and blood. She's got the fire emblem. Like okay. But like okay, but see everything you just described to me makes me wonder how the hell does she spin that to you, who is just like the professor coming over here to teach the the school like she's just well, like hey join me on my quest for you know bloodthirsty quest for power and you're like yeah sure uh yeah basically well no because <laughs> well also i love the beginning of the game because like at the beginning of the game you're just like this mercenary and yeah. then like you like meet your dad and then dad's like oh hey, hey i used to, i used to like i used to do like mercenary work for this like church academy let's go there and you go to the church academy and they're like hey you seem cool why don't you be our professor yeah, uh, that's pretty ridiculous. That's very Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, no, what? There, like, what, you? There's a sin. Yeah. There's like a ulterior motive that you have to explore, and they kind of like hint at it, right? Like, ah, oh, you're the youngest professor ever. Like, why is that? Like, and then and that was re- never explained in my story. Was that explained in your story? Oh, yes, James. yes, dude. Oh, oh, okay, no, that never came back around. I was just like, okay, cool. I guess wait, I'm just wait. like. Are you serious? So like, Nate, yeah, <laughs> that's like, oh man, that was like the whole point of our story. Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. You you oh. find out a lot about who you are in our story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never found a goddamn thing about no. myself in my yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so. See, that's what I was yep. saying. That's what I was saying. Like, they have to be completely different stories. Like, it doesn't make yeah. any goddamn sense. Yeah. How? Like, I mean, okay, but here's the thing. And then, like, everything we're saying, we're talking about just two of the houses. What's yeah. going on in the third house? <laughs> well, I've heard the third house is just like, ah, we don't care. We're crazy. Like, yeah, ah. I, I never hear about them. Like, I literally yeah, never yeah. hear about the other house. He, the yeah, house. the other the other house is like not because. Basically, the whole story is Edelgard versus Dimitri, like yeah. the the Black yeah. Eagles versus the Blue uh, Lions or whatever. They're like the third and then wheel. like the the third house is definitely just the third wheel. Yeah. And like even even on like box art cover, it's like definitely it's like Edelgard clashing swords with Dimitri, and then like Claude is just like coming in from the top of the box, hanging <laughs> upside down, just like hey, me too, guys. My 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 <laughs> only hope is that they totally redeem it. And just like at the very end, Cloud just comes in and like backstabs some vitally important, like right when you think it's going to end, like really good. He's like he the one true up. king. That, like, yeah, he just ends up like, ah, it was me all along, like little fingered this whole shit. Yeah, and then, he did not. Claude did not have a big role in my story. Yeah, well, neither well, in ours. No, oh, okay. yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what the hell are they doing over there on the golden <laughs> stag side? <laughs> I don't but know. Yeah, James. Like, that's... I almost don't want to even talk about our story because, like. <laughs> I feel like that's there's so much stuff because like the whole thing with like Sothis because there's like at the beginning yeah. of the game you like merge or whatever you there's like this you find like, out yeah this whole, other entity is kind of like yeah there's this other entity is inside your body or whatever and you're like oh what's going on and then as soon as I joined like because there's a major event that happens in the story and then ah fuck it whatever there's a time skip in the story there's a time skip yeah. of about five years in the five story yeah. 
after the time skip, the whole like goddess Sothis thing completely dropped, like never brought back up again ever for the rest of my story. Wait, so how did they explain like how you survived the five years? Oh, I I just survived it. I don't know. I mean, did you? Were you lost for the five years? I didn't get to the yeah. five years thing yet. Oh, oh, Jonathan, what? Okay, now Leo got ahead of you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. No, they were just what? like, oh, I professor. I thought you were chapter ten already, John. I'm on chapter eleven, actually. Oh, all this happens like chapter like eleven or twelve, I think. I I, think I maybe... got to the hair color change where the goddess merges with you, but then yeah. I. I didn't do the holy tomb ceremony thing yet, so I think that's probably where the time. Oh out. yeah, that's yeah, that's yep. pretty much right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do, wait? Okay, so how does that go down for you guys? Well, by that's the way? what I'm saying. Like how? Like <laughs> okay, so as, as far as I understand it, during that fight, yeah, um, Lady Rhea fucking releases her unleashed power. I yeah, give specifics for John, but yeah. Goes crazy. I mean, I'm about and... to play it, so you can spoil this, no problem. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. So basically, later Rhea turns into a fucking dragon. Yeah, she's a fucking crazy dragon. And it's like, what? And then, so it's clear to me that she and the goddess, who is really you, because you're the vessel for the goddess, are like linked. Or, you know, I don't know if it's mother and daughter or what. It's kind of what my thought is. That was and sort then... of implied in my story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And ours too. And then um, the dude that was, was like a mage dude who can like. Who like there's one scene where um where Gerald dies. I don't know if you saw that, James. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, because Edelgard is there. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, um yeah. the dude who like the mage dude who teleports in after you like your character rewinds time to try to save yeah. Gerald. Yeah. yeah. He's there and attacks Ray. Oh with, shit. With like that a ball character thing. that character never makes an appearance in the story ever again really? for me. Oh, I was, like, I was like, is that guy ever going to come back? Are we going to explain who he was? So, so I haven't finished our storyline, obviously, but I'm pretty sure he's like the main villain because uh, he keeps popping up and having all these ridiculous powers. Like he's able to like, you know, stop you when you try to rewind time to save Gerald. And then he shows up and like shoots his ball thing at Dragon Rhea and launches you off into some ruins. And like, basically it looks like your character dies. Um, in the rubble uh, and then Rhea disappears and so do you for five years and you basically just uh-huh. wake up and i think that you've basically go into like a time stop like sort of coma thing where like you because you know like goddess has like the ability like with time or whatever yeah so yep, my yep. thought was that maybe like instead of dying she like kind of cocooned herself in like some time thing uh, for, for five okay. years that's that's yeah, it, what my thought was it wasn't clearly explained in my story either, because in my story, Rhea attacks me <laughs> uh, because oh. I, I, I I betray her. Everybody betray her. Um, oh. uh, anyway, she attacks me, and then you get lost under some rubble, but then you wake up like five years later, and it's just like, how are you still alive? And you're like, oh. <laughs> okay, well, then I guess we're roughly the same. Yeah, like... Yeah. But I guess it's just a little bit more of like a known thing that we're like a god a goddess or some sort of thing yeah that's just not a plot point in my story i mean it's kind of like because edelgard keeps saying like oh you're the goddess like are you gonna betray me you better not betray me like i'm really worried if 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 you're a god that i'm gonna have to stab you in the back or whatever 
But then I just yeah. never stabbed her in the back. So she's like, "Ah, I'm so happy you never betrayed me." I'm like, "Yeah, those." Was, was, well, that's yeah. funny because like the, when there was a scene where I was fighting Edelgard, and she was like, "Oh, if only I could have talked to you, I could have turned you to my side." And then yeah. like I was like, "Oh, baby, I could have turned your side the whole time if you just if you just let me know." You know, like that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted yeah. to go to be with her. Oh, because I actually have an option in my story. You can like side with her or not, even if you're in her house. You have a you have a choice to side with her or not. I think yeah, there was a there was a moment where Edelgard was uh, coming in as the as the bad guy, yeah. And I didn't know it was her, but yeah. the bad guy asks you to join her. Him, uh huh, yeah. Uh, he's oh. got a dude voice, yeah. Oh, so you can join you can join you can join Edelgard even if you're not in the Black Eagles. I, I'm pretty sure there was an opportunity where like you can we can join up. We're on like the same mission. Like we can use. The oh sword wow! Okay, the creator sword or whatever. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. But that was before I knew that was my boo under that mask. Ah, uh, yeah, that's I her. Totally, I would have done it for her. Yeah, done anything it's for her. her. Daenerys yeah, Targaryen, man. Uh, so yeah, pretty wacky story. Uh, uh, yeah. I, so now things just get like totally wild and crazy. Well, I like it because there's just so much replayability because like, I want to go back and like a see like, like gameplay wise, what the different members of the house. Cause like I had a lot of mages in my house. So mm-hmm. it was just like lots of magic and bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but you guys have what? A lot of knights, right? Yeah. We got, I got like Pegasus knights and yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any of that shit. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we had one guy, we had one guy who makes an okay knight. Yeah. But like mostly just lots of mages. Yeah. Uh and I think the other guy's like really good with bow and arrows. He has like a lot of archers, I think. I would imagine so, because I only have like one archer. Yeah. Did you guys and try to I've... recruit did you guys try uh, to recruit cross houses? I haven't really done much with that yet. I don't know about you, John. I tried a little bit. I got maybe two people from the other houses to join really? me. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty hit or miss though. You have to, I think you'd have to be intentionally gearing your other stats. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, oh, I'm not interested in your house if you don't have enough whatever magic or something like that. Yeah, it's always some sort of random bullshit stat, yeah. like agility or something. But <laughs> well, the uh, other interesting, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, had I known that you, you later on, you you acquire a class that basically is universal, like and it just gives you stats and everything basically. And if I'd known that was coming, I would have probably started leveling up other skills. Like right now, I'm starting to do that, but I would have done that way sooner. Uh, uh, yeah. I I don't know how much you guys want me to spoil stuff, but um, even after the okay, I'm, whatever. Full spoilers. Uh, yeah. Edelgard goes on this like crazy rampage. She has to like conquer everything and unite the kingdom. So yeah. you end up fighting a lot. You end up fighting uh, a lot of both the blue lions and uh golden deer or whatever a lot of the members of those houses after the time skip yeah and um some of i I couldn't figure out what it was if it was like if i talked to them enough beforehand or if it was just random or if it's scripted but like some of the people you kill them you kill them and they just die and some of the people you kill them and then it's like please, please spare me or whatever. And then you can hit like, yeah. yes, I will, I will spare you. And they'll be like, okay, cool. I'll join your house. Like, I'll yeah, be that part has of your to be, That has to be based on like the, you know, how the relationship with them when you were in school. Yeah. Which so is anyway, so interesting I, though. Like all that school stuff really like leads up to some yeah. importance, you know? So I did end up recruiting Lysithia. 
Uh, is that the purple haired chick? Yes. Yeah, oh, I think so. Um, yeah, which, but she's a mage though. And I already had a fuck ton of mages. And the last thing oh. I needed was yet another mage. So I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> god damn it. And yeah. she's like a super squishy mage. Like I could not keep her alive. Mm. And then like in the, in the very final climactic battle, she like died. And I was getting, cause the, the final battle is actually kind of difficult and, and very long. And mm. I was starting to get low on rewinds. So she died and I was just like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think I'm cool with that. I think I'm cool with that. <laughs> so she was the only character on my team who died throughout the story. Wow. Not that bad. Yeah. I mean, like, so let's talk about just kind of from a technical perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. game is, it's got a lot going on. Yeah, it's and very ambitious. There's almost, it's almost overwhelming how much there is to do in this game and how much time mm. it would take probably to like really get involved into every little corner of this game. But one thing mm-hmm. that really like impressed me after the time skip, they went back and updated every single portrait of every character yes. and aged them by five, like, and changed yeah. their hairstyles. And, yeah. Not just the portraits, but the models. Yeah. The whole character models. That's true. Yeah. So, all like, of the models. Yeah. So like, I was like super impressed by that. The voice acting, mm-hmm. super impressive. Yes. Um, and then, they just like kind of barely gave your main character a voice, like just barely. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. couldn't throw in so like just like a strong character lead voice. Like I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it just uh, was weird because uh, it was no. Yeah, was, you're right. It was really know. awkward scenes where all the characters were like, "Yeah, let's do this." Like this is some great voice acting. Yeah, what about you, professor? And, he was and just then like, you kinda, select. You Nod. select an item. From, you select an item from like a text from like a, a list box, and then your character just like gives a fist pump. Yeah, and nothing. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was super <laughs> awkward. Like, okay, all right. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind yeah. of broke immersion a little bit for me. But uh, yeah, now I'm with you on that. It is kind of weird that everyone's voice acted except the main character. But other than that, that was like a phenomenal kind of just like technically speaking, you know, really really amazing yeah. stuff. I don't. I feel like that has to be an artistic decision too, because like everyone is voice acted except the main character. Like, uh, I, I uh, think it is. I, it seems yeah. like the trend with a lot of games uh, nowadays is that the main character yeah. doesn't. Oh, speak I don't too like much. that artistic decision. I disagree. I'm kind of with you on that, Leo. Like, it felt awkward in this game. Like, it felt like why? Why is my guy not speaking? Look, and, if you uh, go full text with the game, except for like cutscenes or something, I'm cool with yeah. that. Like, just yeah. go full text. But it's just yeah, weird I mean, when, like, in just regular dialogue, they're talking, and then the professor's just like, hmm. It, yeah. It's a little, it's a little like, obtuse when you level up your main character, and he says something then, but then, like, literally no no other time. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, yeah. a few moments where he'll, he or she, I think you can play male yeah, or female, uh-huh. they'll say yeah. something, and then, like, every other time, or there's, like, an important thing going on, like, nothing. It's odd. Yeah. By the way, who'd you guys romance? I tried to romance everyone, but I have no success. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to romance everyone. <laughs> I, I give Mercedes like lots of really good smoldering uh, looks Mercedes. via my Switch. But the Mercedes. thing is, did, did you guys, I've had to rush. You, did you guys think the tea thing is weird? Because you could just... Yes, I weird. did. I sure weird. did. It's yeah, very weird. At the end, and you again. can just watch them oh. as long as you want. Yes, it's yeah. it's very I don't know <laughs> voyeuristic. It's very weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so to describe 
there's like this like okay during each day in um oh boy okay so the game's split into different parts there's like you know story parts where you're listening to the characters talk to each other or whatever there's like battle parts where you're playing this tactical battle game and then there's like part of the game where you can just explore this giant monastery this like giant harry potter monastery uh where um at the beginning of the game uh, every every all the all of the houses are at this monastery and it's like a i don't know like a half like military academy but also it's religious it's very weird anyway um when you're exploring this academy there's this persona-esque mechanic where you have a certain amount of time in the day and you can only spend your time doing a certain amount of things. And one of the things you can do is like have a cup of tea with anyone, basically anyone in the, um, in the monastery. And so if you do that, there's like this weird, like miniature dating sim where like these questions pop up and you have to ask questions that you think the person on the other side of the table will be interested in, which is weird because did you actually look at that? Like, because if you go into their character page, it'll say what their likes and dislikes are. Oh yeah, oh cool yeah, so, yeah. So I was trying to like ask them questions about things I knew they liked, which like sometimes they still didn't like that. Anyway, if you like do enough of these, there's like three questions. If you do enough of them correctly, you're like quote unquote rewarded with like the camera zooms in like uncomfortably close. And you can get, like, full free range of the camera and just, like, go over every detail of the character model. (laughs) But, like, the model's, like, still watching you the whole time. It's very strange. Yeah. That's the Japanese for you. I I don't know. Uh, Very strange. That's the tea time. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, what'd you guys think the rest of this game? The the whole exploring the monetary, the battle system. We haven't even talked about the battle system. Yeah, I mean, let's just go into that. Um, yeah, I generally enjoy uh, tactics games, and I felt that mm-hmm. I don't know that they it was it felt very different to me than a than a typical Fire Emblem game. It just felt like it was a I don't know. I, I guess I'm just used to the more traditional rock paper scissors sort of style, but yeah. um, but uh, you know, I don't know. I found it rewarding it was i mean kind of the the rewinding mechanic was almost a little too powerful but um well that's that's why i make the argument that this game is designed to be played on a high like hard difficulty yeah and or and or with the permadeath on because in any given battle you have so many chances to rewind and undo a move if it goes poorly uh so like <laughs> it's nice because like if somebody else is attacking you and they get like a random critical hit you're like oh that's some bullshit normally right but like in this game you can be like oh well that's some bullshit and then just undo it but you can also kind of just like play with the like randomness of the game because it's like oh like i have a whatever 30 percent chance to kill this unit let me see oh, if yeah. i get it i've done that and then so you like you like don't get it and you're like well i didn't get it so Rewind. let me undo and <laughs> and not put my yeah, yeah, not put my unit in way too much risk. Yeah. Which like uh I don't know, I'm uh, I'm a little bit torn on the battle system in this game because like it's it's essentially I I found a lot of times I found a lot of times it didn't really matter where my where on the map my units were because there's so many units at least in my house that had like long range abilities 
like I can heal from across the map. I can damage things from across the map. And like, mm, I mean, you're limited. You're limited on those heals and stuff, right? Like you only get you are a certain you number, are. you know? Yeah. But like towards the end of the game, uh, you get like 10 and then like towards the end of the game, you get like double. So I was, I was like 20 heals. <laughs> like, okay, that's, that's going to cover me, I think. <laughs> and then I had like so many of these like really good long range attackers uh that like it kind of destroyed the like strategic oh let me like really think about my unit placement and like where these units are gonna go and where they walk it got to the point where i was just like oh it doesn't really fucking matter at all where my units are because they can hit from so far away uh well i'll be honest like heal from so far away yeah yeah i'll be honest i i think that probably lends itself to a better critical review from me just because after a certain point, I really wasn't that interested in the basic game loop of this game. I mostly okay, just yeah. wanted to get through the next mission and figure out what happens next in the next chapter. Um, yeah. So I think early on it was important, and you're, when you're a little weaker, it was to like yeah. engage me in that way as the story was mm-hmm. kind of all the characters and everything were still building. But once I got through, like, and I'm still kind of at, in that mindset right now, where like I just kind of want to like go through that game loop of the school or whatever that comes after the fifth year. I kind of stopped like right after the time hop, but you know, like yeah. I just want to get through and find out what happens. So I'm all for just kind of like gun ho and just like kill everybody and just figure out what happens. next. I am. I am kind of with you on that. I, I, I like this game loop, but the length of the game, like this game, this is a long ass game. Yeah. This is a long, long role playing game. And, like, I like the loop, but the loop just goes on for too long. Like, at, towards the end of the game, I was like, yes, I know. Like, I know what I'm going to do. Like, today I'm going to go battle. And the next day there's I go to the monastery. Mission at the end of the month. Like, and yeah. then <laughs> at the end of the month, there's a mission. And then every day, every whatever, whatever, day, every Monday we do the little thing where I, like, encourage my units and build the little skills. And then, like, every Friday we get the, like whatever bonus level up thing and then like you you get a routine down for the monastery it's like okay let me go to the um let me go to the uh sanctuary and check the advice box then let me level up the statue i'm gonna go here check the gardening thing you make it it sound even more tedious than it really feels like that's definitely uh, how it felt but like you put it into words very well well, yeah, towards the end of the game, I was just like, I had my loop down. Like, I had the, like, the tasks right. that I do down yeah. so pat that it was just like, ah, uh, it was just like a, like, going through the motions. Like, tedious. I wasn't yeah, making, yeah. it was tedious, and I wasn't making interesting decisions. It was just tedious. Just doing like, it, yeah. Just gonna, yeah, yeah, I was just kind of doing it, and, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, the game loop kind of lost its, whatever, Less interest for me. Yeah. Uh, about halfway through, I, I I don't really know how to fix that other than just make the goddamn game shorter. Because uh, <laughs> if this game if this game was about twenty or thirty hours shorter, it would have been perfect. I would have been perfectly happy uh, with just less of this game. Well, and that sounds bad. No, but like I, I really I liked this game. It just went on for too long. I mean, but it brings up a good point, and I'll probably bring it up again when we go to do our top five. It's like. This yeah. game is to me heavily driven by its story and like visuals yes. and everything, and I and the gameplay is okay, like you said, it's good, but it gets old kind of fast. And I think that if it was shorter, it's going to give me more interest in kind of doing other um, alternate uh, choices and different lines that I would like to pursue from other characters. Like 
I would be yeah. much more interested in a shorter game with a lot of replayability, basically. Exactly. Because there's so much replayability in this yeah. game. Like, I really want to do the other houses, but I'm like, oh my God, do I want to invest another 40 to 60 hours to do the other houses? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> if it was like no. 10, <laughs> if it was like 10, 20, or even like, you know, 30 hours, eh. Like 10 or 20 hours would be the perfect amount of time. Like, yes, let me do another house. Uh, let me start another campaign with another house. Yeah. Like for now, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll pick this game up in another year or two to try to do another house. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Anything else on three houses? Fire Emblem three houses? Yeah, it's good. I yeah, like it was good. It was good. I liked it. I Overall, I liked it. Yeah. I, I took what was mine with Fire and Blood. My dude went insane. So. Oh. I romanced Dorothy, and uh, we we ended the battle and lived happily ever after. There you go. It was, it was a very nice ending. All right, so our top five... Okay, wait a minute. Our top five today is top five, like, anime games, right? That's what I wrote down. Okay, top five anime games. And by the way, this is... We haven't really decided what an anime game is, right? Nope. I mean, there was... Okay, so whatever definition you guys had for anime game, here we go. Yep. All right. Um, uh, I literally interpreted uh, a game based off of an anime series. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I hope we all had very different def- definitions. I, I, I right, might have included one or two of those. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. You want me to start? Sure. Okay. Uh, my number five anime game is Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. Uh, what? Is so that? this is... You've never heard of Danganronpa? No. no. <gasps> what? Leo? Okay, so if you liked uh, 999, 9 Hours, 9 Persons, 9 Doors, uh-huh. you m- might like Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. Okay, so um, so the, the, the story of Danganronpa is that you go to this high school but like like this magical thing happens and you get trapped in this high school and you're like on this weird, like pseudo reality show where the rules of the high school are uh, you have a, you have a classmate, you have a, a class of students and the rules of this weird reality show are the classmates are encouraged to kill each other. But uh, after each murder, you go to court and if there's enough evidence to prove that you committed the murder, then you also die. And if anyone is left at the if anyone is left at the end, then they're set free. Um, so it's kind of like nine nine nine, but like way more fantastical. And nine 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 is pretty fantastical, but this is like way more fantastical. So it's uh, I'm you're locked in a you're locked in a magical high school and encouraged to commit murders of other high school students. Hmm. So um, you have this like wacky cast of characters and you're all encouraged to kill each other, which like some people are like, hey, buddy, like, hey, whatever. And trying to be all your friend. And you're like, hey, are you just trying to get close to me so you can kill me easier or, you know, what? Anyway, the main gameplay thing is um, at the end of every murder, there's like a crime scene that you can investigate and you have to, you know, point out things to look out of place or whatever. So you get clues and then like you go to the courtroom and you have to construct, like, it's sort of like Phoenix Wright. It's actually very similar to Phoenix Wright, if you've ever played that, where it's, like, there's, like, a logical contradiction somewhere that the game wants you to 
find. So there'll be like a statement and you have to point out what in the statement doesn't make sense. Or like somebody will make a statement and it's like, oh, I have an inventory of like pictures or like other evidence that I have and something that I have in my inventory contradicts one of those things. So you have to like point it out and, you know, contradiction or objection, whatever. Hmm. Uh, anyway, that is Danganronpa Triver- Trigger Happy Havoc. It, it is a recommended visual novel if you like whatever weird, uh, fantastical murder things. Very similar to 999. As a matter of fact, the creator of 999, Yush- Yush- I can't remember his name, and the creator, the lead game director of Danganronpa are actually making a game together now. They merge studios and they're making... I can't remember what it's called. I'll research it while you guys are talking well, about your number I'm, five. I'm excited because that, I mean, that game sounds like it's right up my alley. And so now there are three of them, actually. There's oh, Danganronpa Trippy Hack, Trigger Happy Havoc, Danganronpa 2 Murder Island or something like that. It's basically the same premise as the first game, but on the second game, you're on a deserted island. And the third game I haven't played yet. That came out last year. Uh, I've heard it was okay, though. Anyway, Danganronpa. Uh, what's your guys' number five? I spent a long time on that. <laughs> trim it down in editing all right yeah. um my number five is gonna go to naruto ultimate ninja storm oh tell me about naruto ultimate first, ninja the storm first, the first one this is the very first ultimate ninja storm um and it was the first one i remember playing and i one of my guilty pleasures is these stupid naruto games man like they're dumb they're simple. They're all about just visuals. Like the game mechanics is just like tap one button and you'll hit the person over and over. Um, but I don't know, man. Just being able to play the Naruto characters in a game is really cool. It's just one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> so, all right. That's my number five. That's a good. That's all right, John, what five. you got? Uh, my number five is uh, again. It's an it's an anime based off of a game, kind of like Leo's. Um, you mean a game based off an anime? Or yeah, yes, a game based off an anime. Okay, there we go. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, Attack on Titan, the the first uh, oh, first Attack on Titan game for PC. Oh, I like sure. that. Oh, was it good? Yeah, it's really good. So, uh, like, I was checking that game out before I bought it, and uh, you you basically swing around like Spider Man. And Ooh. then you get to kill some titans, like, in a very stylistic, awesome way. I've always wanted so to play that game. Like, I've been waiting years for it to, like, go on sale once, and it never has. Yeah, so that's the problem with that game. I don't know, Ben, I think it's Bandai Namco publishes it. They hardly have any sales on Attack on Titan, or, you know, or it's not Bandai Namco. It might be Tecmo Koei. Tecmo Koei is, like, hardly aware of their <laughs> One of those- PC market. <laughs> One of those two two name Japanese developers, but anyways, they, they it was really good, and they released a second game, and I've been meaning to check out the second game. Yeah, but like you said, Leo, it's not. Yeah, I've, itself, I've so. they do they do look good. I've always wanted to just go in there and swing around and kill titans, but like I'm not gonna pay sixty dollars for that. You, I mean, just swinging around, period, is such a really good feeling. So yeah, yeah whenever you can get it, you should totally check it out. Nice. Uh, all right. Um, so uh, before I get into my number four, uh, 
Death March Club is the unreleased game being worked on by Kazu, Kazutaka Kodaka and Kotaro Uchikoshi, which are the uh, the lead creative forces behind Danganronpa and 999, the Zero Escape games, uh, respectively. So uh, my number four, however, is Nino Kuni, uh, the March of the White Witch. Uh, so this is. Did you guys play this? Nope. It's a good. Um, it's available on Switch now. I think. Um, it's uh, uh, if you've ever watched any of the um, the Studio Ghibli films, uh, it has the. It, it was the a lot of the uh, art assets and character models were made by that studio, so it has a lot of the like Miyazaki feel to it, mm. and the story is like it. The story is like basically Miyazaki's greatest hits it's it's a very 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 you know like a there's a kid who lives in the real world but like his life sucks so he's like dreaming about all these fantastical things but then he gets pulled into this fantastical world and like there's all these like animals who can talk and inanimate objects that are animated and you know it's 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 very much a studio ghibli film but a video game sounds like a trip uh but the yeah, it's it's if you like those movies, uh, you will probably like Nino Kuni, especially if you like Pokemon, because the uh, like main battle mechanic is you have to catch all of these like weird monsters and train them, and then they uh, they don't call it evolutions. I can't remember what they call it, but like they basically like level up and change their form. They just they ripped off. They basically just ripped off Pokemon, uh, but it's uh, not a turn based battle system. It's an active time battle system. And if I remember correctly, you can switch out. I can't remember how many Pokemon you have. And I, I keep calling them Pokemon. That's not <laughs> what they call them in the game. I can't remember. They call them like familiars or I think they have a dumb, cute word for them. But anyway, I think you have you like Pokemon. You have a, a roster of Pokemon, but you can only have a couple out at a time. I don't know. It's been a while since I played this, but it's basically like Pokemon in that there is like a rock, paper, scissors system. And, you know, this type beats this type and that type beats that type, whatever, that sort of thing. Um, but very good. If you enjoy uh, the studio Ghibli films or are a fan of Pokemon and wanted to see a different spin on that type of battle system, Nino Kuni, the, is it the wrath of the white witch or the March of the white witch? Uh, whatever, I'll look that one up too. Basically, while one of you does their number four. A grown-up anime Pokemon's. I'll look it up. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. My number four is a game. I think I played, and I'm I'm mostly putting it in here just because I know that it's an anime <laughs> game. I believe it's pronounced Honey Pop. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did you just endorse like a dating sim or a porn oh, game? What's up? Yeah, what is it's it's a hentai game. What? What? Why do you? What? Why do you? Okay, a Leo, why are you endorsing this? B John, why do you know exactly what this is? Everybody knows what Honey Pop is, dude. I don't know what Honey Pop is. I don't know. It's actually that actually I learned of it via Reddit in the game dev subreddit because it. Nice. Do I need to open up an incognito window and Google Honey Pop? It doesn't need to be an incognito window. Oh, there, there's tons of YouTube this, videos. No, this about game, it. this game actually garnered a lot of attention because it was one of the first games that, like, kind of was hit by Steam for 
like you know adult content having adult content yeah. yeah so so wait so it actually was in like the news a little bit in the gaming world in the game dev world a little bit oh honey is spelled h-u-n-i-e-p-o-p yeah oh it looks like a it looks like it looks like a match it's, three game. Yeah, it's got like a little kind of a strategy game to it so it's not full-on hentai okay um but it's mostly hentai yeah, I mean, you don't play that game for its game. <laughs> um, but I do remember, I think Curiosity got the better of me when I read those articles. I was like, what? How, oh. how bad can this game be? And then I went in. Oh, oh, I mean, it, oh, it was. Oh, oh, it had some, I see why you like it, Leo. I, 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 I did, see why you like it. I don't know it. that I would say I would like it, but I would say it's in my top five anime games. Whatever that oh, means. Oh, my God. You dirty boy, you. <laughs> anyway. Honey Pop, if you want a really good, interesting, strategic, puzzly game with with, with tantalizing yeah, yep. strategy. Don't yep, that's the, okay. Yep. All right. God damn it. Go. All right. Um, I didn't know we we're going to do top five this style, so I'm going to think of some more games as we go along. But uh, Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we can present them like this. And oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, no, that's true. We, we've totally forgot our new formula. We see, we're so out of our loop. Do we want to present them like this and then also put them together at the end? Uh, yeah, because I only have two more games on my list right no, now. No, we should, just, okay, we should well, just go ahead and just each present our, the remaining games and come up with the big list. All, All right. right, John, give one of yours. Okay, so one of them is also a show based on, on the game. That's Dragon Ball Fighters. And oh, yeah, Dragon a, Ball Fighters. Great game. Just an amazing yeah. anime fighting game. Um, yeah, and- looks fantastic. And it looks it looks great. It's like and it's also kind of has that guilty pleasure aspect of it because you can just as a filthy casual you can just play it and do all the special moves and be like yes I'm doing the show stuff the stuff from the anime. <laughs> and uh, the other game we talked about like tons of other times, but I just it's such a good game. Um, it's Catherine and uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, not that there's a show. That it's based off of, but it plays like a show. Well, we have a whole episode on Catherine. Go listen to that episode. Yeah, definitely. Uh, John, we all. all, I wanted to ask John if you have you played Dragon Ball Z Super Butoden. Super Butoden. Is that the Super Nintendo one? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah those those were my favorite Dragon Ball Z games, and was an honorable mention for my top five. I I mean, I would put them above Fighter Z. No, don't say that. I'm not saying that Virus Fighter Z is bad. Like they're probably very, very close. But if if it was down to like if I had to pick one, I would definitely go Super Butoden two over Fighter Z for sure. Mm, wow, I I quite liked Dragon Ball Fighters. I mean, not enough to like pick it up seriously, but I liked it. Uh, <laughs> my number three, we don't need to talk about it anymore. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, okay, there you go. Uh, should I keep going up, or do you want yeah, to give yours? Yeah, keep going. All right. My number two, we also have a full episode on uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's maybe it's a game about going to a high school and, and looking at cute girls in a Japanese anime game. Maybe spoiled the it's whole a thing. terrifying... Maybe I'll spoil the whole thing, and it's a terrifying... Uh, reality-bending horror experience. Maybe. Maybe it's not, though. I don't know. You'll have to play it and find out for yourself. My number one 
Uh, I talked about it. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, uh, my number one is 999, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Uh, I've talked about this game enough on previous episodes, but whatever. I'll give it a quick rundown. So uh, this similar, sort of similar to Danganronpa, the premise of 999 is that you're kidnapped and you're like, you like wake up in this weird place with like eight other people and uh, you have to figure out how to escape. There's like all these locked doors and there's like all these death traps everywhere. And like, um, there's like this like menacing guy who comes over the TV and he's like, hello, do you want to play a game? And you're like, ah, not really. I, I kind of want to just get let out of here. But it's basically if Saw was a video game and Saw was an anime video game. It's basically if Saw was an anime video game. Uh, that's 999, nine, nine hours, nine persons. Nine Doors is my favorite anime game. Leo, what do you have? What's left on well, yours? Well, two of my top three are the same as yours. Uh, Ducky, oh, Ducky shit. Ducky Literature Club was my number three. Yep, uh, and yep. 999 is my number one. Uh, yeah. For my number two, I'm just going to squeeze in there uh, the Dot Hack series from the PS2 era. Ah. Uh, okay. The Dot Hack games were basically like, I don't know, it was a weird, it was like, episodic releases of games that also had an anime series like dvd attached to them um like it was like episodic literal like animes anime episodes and a game to go along with them uh which is kind of like a of like a virtual world like simulated kind of vr experience sort of thing uh, it was really cool it was like the whole game within a game sort of thing mm-hmm. um i don't know really really cool series very like creative um series if you haven't checked out the dot hack series nice all right do we want to come up with the definitive top five here well it sounds like 999 and doki doki literature club and honey Pop yes are on yes <laughs> i don't know about that last one i i don't know about that last one but i insist that 999 and doki doki are on there yeah. i agree yeah uh what else goes on what about fire emblem i mean of all time, yeah. What else? What goes above? What would you have on an all-time list? Uh, on a on a definitive all-time anime game list above Fire Emblem Three Houses? I would put Catherine Dragon Ball Fighters Ooh. above it. Yeah. Okay. I I'd, I'd actually be fine with either of those. I would put Catherine. So Doki Doki, Doki Doki, uh, nine nine nine. Catherine, do we want Dragon Ball Fighters on this yeah, list? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Nice. Uh, what else? So what's left here? We've got Dot Hack, Naruto, and Fire Emblem. Or there's one more. Or some of those other ones I mean, you mentioned. My my other ones, I had Nino Kuni, The Wrath of the White Witch, and Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. If we said I I mean, I think I'm okay with Fire Emblem. Like I think like I don't I haven't played enough of the other eighteen million Fire Emblems to know the series yeah. really well. But I feel like this game is a very good like representation for the series as a whole, and yeah, it's definitely yeah. very no, this anime, is... and the story is amazing. And yeah, yeah, let's go with it. I, I've I've, I've, I've played I've played a fair amount of the Fire Emblem games, and this is definitely a lot of people's first Fire Emblem. This this game sold a lot of oh, copies. For sure, yeah, I've played yeah. I've played a good amount of the other Fire Emblems, just never as much as mm-hmm. this one. To be honest, yep, yeah, same, 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 same. All right, number five, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Number four was uh, what now? Dragon was Ball Fighters. Dragon Ball. Dragon Fighters. Ball Fighters. Number 
Three was Catherine. Uh, number two, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Number one, nine 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 hours nine persons. That's nine definitely doors. the there number one best anime game for sure. I've I've not played another anime game. I'm, I haven't played a visual novel that I've liked as much as the first. The first one, Zero Escape. It was game. really good. The first one, nine 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 hours nine persons. Have we done yeah. an episode? We talked. We did an episode on it, right? No. No. We talked about it a lot one time. We we talk we talk about that game a lot, and we have not dedicated a full episode to doing it. If we I ever we dedicated, a, if we dedicate a full episode to it, I'm gonna have to replay that game, which is good because now yeah. it's on Steam, and the definitive version on Steam has a bunch of the like things that I complained about in that game when it was released on DS. You can actually you can skip to any point. It, it, anyway, it's good. The definitive edition of that game is good. Yeah. Uh yeah okay we might have to do that in the future uh nine 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 it's it's good uh what do you guys what do you guys have to endorse uh John why don't you go first um I didn't think too much about this this week's god damn it John <laughs> uh I would say this electric scooter that I just recently got but I've been following there you go there you go. I've been I've been falling all over it, so I don't know if I can give it a full. <laughs> full. What? <laughs> I, I got, did you hurt your? Did you get? Did, did you get injured again? Yeah, I fell again today. No. Oh <laughs> no! Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Like, uh, it's most. Don't want to. It's mostly probably my fault. Uh, I have like. Well, what what happened? What did you do? I have like zero balance. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm just going fast and I think I psyched myself out and, uh, I was like, oh man, I'm going really fast. <laughs> and I lose, I <laughs> look down and I'm like, uh, like, I hope I stay balanced. And then I did it and I fell. <laughs> so you're the guy at the classic GI Joe, like, oh, I'm totally going so fast. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's me in a nutshell. So. Wow. Um, but the scooter's cool. It goes fast and it has a long range. <laughs> and it's uh, it's fun if you don't fall and like kill yourself. Nice. Yeah. Cool. That's that's see, there you go. That's a good endorsement. Okay. I'm gonna enjoy I'm gonna endorse along with another thing, I'm gonna endorse endorse the classic G.I. Joe PSAs. Oh yeah, look those at, are fantastic. Yeah, go look at the what is it? It's the snowboarding one or the skiing one where the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm totally going so fast." Ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I can't I remember. It's, it's I think it was the snowboarding, skiing, skiing, something like that. Yeah, skiing, yeah. That w- that's I, that's what I imagine happened to John. No, I'm going to endorse um, doing so- <laughs> doing something you can really only do if you if you have the disposable income to waste a lot of money on uh, setting up a surround sound system. Which is Ooh, something I've, I'm looking to do that. Yeah, uh, I've I set that up for the first time recently. We mm. just my wife and I just bought our first house, which is exciting. Um, but we were going through the living room, and one of the first things I noticed when we were looking at the house, I was like, "Oh, cool!" The previous owners installed speakers in the ceiling, mm. so like I already had the hard part of the surround sound system like all ready to go. I just needed like a receiver, a subwoofer, and then I bought a center channel, which I did. Uh, yeah, and set it all up. By the way, it is here. Here's here's a little fun fact and a, a little tip for you, Leo. When you mm. buy all all the bespoke speakers and like whatever, 
they don't come with wires. You have to buy that separately, oh. which is which is some bullshit. Okay. And I'm and I'm also endorse. Uh, I'm going to endorse. Don't get uh, a pair of wire strippers from John Shahada because <laughs> what? Hey. because John John I warned you. John, let me. <laughs> I warned you. You did warn me. No, John was kind enough to let me borrow some extra speaker wire, but insidious enough to give me the worst wire strippers ever created by man. It was... You know, I secretly (laughs) wanted to test you and see if... (laughs) See if I was using the wire strippers wrong and if you had any issues with it whatsoever. No, your wire... Your wire strippers are dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I know. How do you sure. have wire? How do you have bad wire strippers? Like they it's have like, one purpose. It's like, so it's like made out of plastic. There's like no sharp edges. So you're like <laughs> no. trying to you're like trying to strip a wire with this like plastic piece, and you're like, what? I can't do this. This is impossible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, wow. I get, I got the whole tool set for free when I bought my house. The bank is like the bank that gave me the mortgage was like. Oh, hey, so it's we'll just one send of those, you like, a little gift. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like yeah, maybe I don't know about that. I should have tossed it out. <laughs> anyway, I didn't have wire strippers. Well, I had another friend who eventually lent me some wire strippers, but I didn't have wire strippers at the time. I ended up having to go up to my wife's craft room and get an exacto knife and like cut around the wire, like cut out the wire part <laughs> with an exacto knife. Anyway, heads up on that. Heads up on that. Wires are sold separately and require good wire strippers. Well, I do have a good a good set of wire strippers I got from Amazon when I was doing some yeah. uh, some wiring. <laughs> nice. Anyway, yeah. Uh, set up a surround sound system. It sounds like good in my living room now when I watch Ooh, movies. There's like awesome. so it it drives the cat insane. Actually, when we were playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, um, uh-huh. Fire Emblem has Fire Emblem has a pretty good surround sound mix. Gotcha. Uh, when you go into the battle scenes, um, there, when you go into the battle scenes, the the surround sound works really nice. But when you go to the battle scene and you're fighting with or against a Pegasus knight, they make this like whooshing, flapping sound that was driving my cat insane. Oh, yeah. It's like driving this background noise, yeah. right? This kind of constant. It's like yeah. a whoosh, yeah. whoosh, yeah. whoosh. But it would like sometimes it would rush from like one speaker to the other. Right. So it sounded like it was literally whooshing across the house and That's my crazy. cat was losing its mind trying <laughs> to figure out where this whooshing was coming from. That's amazing. Yeah, anyway. She'll get surround used to sound. It. You, yeah. you can't sacrifice good sound quality. <laughs> for your cat. Yeah, exactly. Don't sacrifice sound quality for your cat. Yes. Is the moral of the story. Indeed. Uh, yeah. I am going to endorse um a show that i've been watching um i did not grow up watching seinfeld Uh, i know i know that james did and Mm -hmm. uh throughout the college years i started watching a few episodes here and there uh Mm. that led to me talking about that with a friend here in north carolina Mm -hmm. who said have you seen curb Curb your Your Enthusiasm?" enthusiasm yeah which uh features larry david who's the one of the co-creators of Seinfeld, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Um, and this show I did not like. Um, really? At first. But okay. after watching an entire season, I yeah. found myself like unable to put it down. And now I'm like five seasons in and I love this goddamn show. Um, yeah. It's, I relate it's not to bad. It. I relate to it so much because I'm yeah. a social assassin and I'm Jewish. Uh <laughs> 
And are you? No, are you? I'm not Jewish. Okay. But, right. Yeah. But like he makes he makes it seem like it's really cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um. Mm. But yeah, like ah oh man, there's just so many like, I like scenarios like like stop in chats that I've always hated yeah. and avoided my whole life, and mm-hmm. he kind of just he brings them up in different scenarios and episodes that I totally relate to. Um, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty good. I think you would also, if you ever went back and watched some Seinfeld, it's a lot. It's just, oh, at me, this point, I've watched like six, six seasons yeah. of Seinfeld now. Yeah. I was going to say, to me, Curb Your Enthusiasm is just kind of more Seinfeld yeah, with yeah. different characters. It's just like it's it's Se- just Seinfeld yeah. in, in more modern times, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Seinfeld modern times. But Larry David is somehow all of the characters. Yeah. He is George <laughs> yes. and Jerry and Kramer and a little bit of an Elaine. Like, I've noticed that. He's somehow. I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's got like. The he's got the like sarcasm and wit of Jerry, but the neuroticism of George and the weirdness of Kramer. Yeah, yeah. he's now he's, I'm he's also, got a little bit all. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's my official endorsement. But I think I've talked about it before, so I'm going to also endorse something else. Um, yeah. Recently, uh, in North Carolina, um, I started seeing all these signs pop up uh, for like CBD. There's this whole like CBD gear thing, and like come get your CBD. I was like, what is that about? That's everywhere. So, yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, I know. So there's basically... There's I been haven't a, seen this. What the hell is this? There's been a federal le- legalization of hemp in uh, in the U.S., which is basically... It is a cannabis plant, uh, like, you know, in the same family as marijuana. But uh, uh-huh. the strains here are virtually no THC, which is a psychoactive drug in, in yeah, marijuana. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so it's almost like the main... Uh, chemical or drug that you get from it is CBD, which is like, um, I guess people think it has a lot of medicinal value. Um, people say it helps with anxiety and um, it comes in oil form, right? Pains. I hear. Yeah. I so basically, so that's what oil. I'm getting at. So, so here's the interesting thing. So I, I went into one of these like CBD stores. I was like, so what is all this about? And I can't wait to see where you're going with this. No, they've got yeah. So basically, at the end of this, everyone should smoke pot. No, yeah, um, that's where I thought you no, were going with it. No, that's not where I'm going with this. Um, but well, I've always I've always been a supporter of legalization. By the way, I've never partaken myself, but I I still don't. You know, that's a whole different thing. But CBD uh-huh. in particular, it's it's not a it's not doesn't get you high, right? So the right, CBD right. stuff though is really good for you in a lot of other ways. It helps with pain. It helps with anxiety, and you don't have to smoke it. But what I found interesting is that it. I saw CBD oils and I saw CBD like lip balm and like all this kind of stuff. And they even have, I walked into the store, they have like literally the flower, which looks and smells like marijuana. Like it is actually like actually causing confusion for police um, and stuff. Like, cause they'll pull you over and they'll smell pot or something, but like, Oh no, it's uh-huh. CBD. And like, you can show the little baggie that says it's like no THC. So it's crazy. Um, but it's totally legal. It's, you can like walk into a store, swipe your card, and walk out with a bag of stuff that looks like weed, but it's actually CBD. Um, but or does also have it in oil and um, soaps and um, all this stuff. Uh, but it has a lot of medicinal value, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, it's a very interesting factoid I never really knew about. Okay, curb your enthusiasm and CBD. Those are my endorsements. Okay. All right. Uh, Is that an episode? I think that's a wrap.
think all so. right that's an episode uh what's our next what are we we're running out of shows in the year gentlemen what what's our next game all I'm saying is I'm going to hang up this podcast and start playing Final Fantasy VIII. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to start playing Final Fantasy VIII like right now. Okay, and then yeah. in the meantime, before the next episode actually comes out, like, I mean, before we actually do an episode on FF8, we should probably right. maybe do like a little bit of like Wild Classic or something. Uh, okay, okay. So, um, you know, well, I don't think FF8 we, we can do like in a couple weeks, but it'll be coming soon. Right. Okay, so maybe next episode, World of Warcraft Classic. Uh, yeah, uh, good episode. All right, so I guess we're done. For the Good Games Podcast. I've forgotten how to end this podcast. <laughs> For the Good Games Podcast. I'm J- James. I'm Leo. I'm John. <laughs> Goodbye! See ya. <laughs> See you guys. Oh, <laughs> God. Goodbye. I got to tell you, this is like one of those, um, what are those things called? Secret golden desires or something what what, what? the phrase is, golden desires isn't there a phrase you're, for like something that you secretly like that you don't want to tell people your guilty pleasure guilty pleasures that's what it is um my secret <laughs> guilty pleasure naruto games aka aka your secret golden desire right secret golden which desires, is definitely what i'm gonna call it now aka guilty pleasures i always forget that that phrase um <clears throat>